What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the One It's All podcast. I am Jake Heffelfinger. Thank you for being here. Thank you for joining me. Week three of the NFL season is over, and we are already on the week four, which I've always said is the real start of the season. Unless you're a Broncos fan. <laughs> I feel like you guys made your statement last Sunday. How are you going to let the Dolphins dog stomp you and drop 70 on you? Makes no sense to me. But the biggest story wasn't just that. It is now the Taylor Swift NFL show. And as much as I like Taylor Swift, stop it. Stop with this. Leave them alone. Let them date and just let me watch football. If the NFL is trying to promote this to get all the Swifties out there on board, can't really hate them for that. They're such a big, big following. But do we really need to hear about this every week? Travis Kelsey is arguably the best tight end in football as of right now. Two rings. Leave the, Just let the man play football. Distractions, distractions, distractions. Do not blame him whatsoever for shooting his shot and getting a date with Taylor Swift to come to his game. Do not, do not blame him at all. You can pull Taylor Swift. You try to do it. Just get ready to be in one of her songs. She should name the song the tightest of ends. <laughs> Copyright infringement. The tightest of ends, featuring Bonnie Bear. Travis was a love. Okay. Yeah, we don't need to hear about that every single week, but for the for the for the time being, we will. Hey, if you can do it right, do it, man. I'm not hating on you. Just let us watch football. All the Chiefs games right now are going to be all about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. I even saw that Travis Kelsey's jersey went to number one. It's the power of the swiftness. If you guys are truly happy and you guys are for real dating, I wish you the best of luck. That's fun. That's fun. But we'll see how this plays out. Back to football. Denver Broncos, man. Sean Payton, what are you guys doing? Watching the Miami Dolphins drop 70 on you was like watching a video game. I, are you? It was it, it. That game got so out of hand so fast. It was like playing somebody in Madden that just does not give a ugh when they're playing you. Just goes for it. They might as well have went for it on fourth down if they ever got to it. The whole game, two will look spectacular. That was without Jalen Waddle. I mean, just the. I love the NFL because. You never know what you're going to get every week unless you're a Jets or a Bears fan. You know you're getting dog shit quarterback play from Zach Wilson, who who I've always said is not a good quarterback. And Justin Fields. Justin Fields still has – he could still be good if they put the right system around him, I think. I think he could be electric and keep fans in the stands. But they are not doing him any favors, and he is not doing any favors. They look awful. Zach Wilson we know is terrible. He thought he was just going to skate behind Aaron Rodgers for a whole year or a year or two, you know, collect that backup money that he signed. I mean, just his rookie contract. I mean, why wouldn't you try to do that? You're getting all your rookie dollars just to sit behind Aaron Rodgers. And then that lasted 75 seconds in four plays. But Zach Wilson's awful. He's never going to be the quarterback there. Everybody's raining on him. And how could you not? Number two overall pick numbers comparable to Jamarcus Russell. Look it up. And the Jets tra- went out and signed Trevor Simeon, so they're trying. <laughs> they should try to sign Jameis Winston. That's my personal thought. 
but Derek Carr's hurt now, so are you going to be able to pull him away? And how long is Derek Carr going to be hurt for? Every week's a different storyline. Every week, this team's the best in the world. It's overreaction every single week, and it's so fun. <laughs> it's so much fun. Yeah, so Derek Carr's hurt. Aaron Rodgers is hurt. Different. It seems to be the team that wins the Super Bowl every year is a team that avoided injuries the most. And who knows? I'm not proud of my pick so far this year. I've gone eight and eight before taking a break last week. I went eight and eight in week one and week two. And I'm hoping for a much better result in week four because I feel like this is the the last week or this is the beginning of the season here. Three game preseasons over, whatever injuries that you've avoided, you you your team's gonna really show who they really are now, unless you're the Broncos or the Bears. Who play this Sunday? Who am I going to pick on that one? All right. So without further ado, let's get in to the week four NFL picks, starting with Thursday night football. Are the Packers going to get revenge hosting the Detroit Lions in Lambeau Field on Thursday night? My answer is no. If they couldn't beat him with Aaron Rodgers, they're not going to beat him with Jordan Love. Banged up wide receiver core. The Lions... They just look good to me, and they have a lot of weapons, and they're only going to get better with Jamison Williams as the season goes on. Laporte is looking like the real deal. They just got to get that running game going a little more efficiently. Jameer Gibbs is supposed to be better than what he is. But I think the, the Lions are going to prove a point that that game last year was not a fluke. They're going to go into Lambeau and beat a slightly above-average Packers team. Give me the Lions on this one Thursday night football, which means the Packers will probably win the way my season's going. All right, let's get into the Sunday games, the early games. We got the Atlanta Falcons traveling on the road to the slightly disappointing Jacksonville Jaguars. And Calvin Ridley, I feel, is going to want to prove a point. This is a revenge weekend, if you can't tell. He's going to want to prove a point against the Falcons, even though it was his mistake that the Falcons let him go. So to call it a revenge game is kind of convoluted in that kind of way. Like, it's not truly a revenge game because the Falcons really never did anything to him. He did it all to himself. Accountability taken. But I do think Calvin Ridley does have a good game. I think the Jaguars bounce back. Just the Falcons have a – they're just not as explosive over a full full quarter game, and I think that's the difference in this one. Another home game for Jacksonville. They get it done. Miami at Buffalo and easily the game of the weekend. Tua and company travel to Buffalo, and they're going to come back down to earth. Buffalo will win this game. Tua's going to get hit in this game. I don't see any other way around it. Buffalo, these teams are ready to roll. And I think Buffalo being at home will take the first of this game. Miami, I, I, they're top five team in the league, no doubt about it. But I'm not willing to crown them just yet. I think they go into a hostile environment. Buffalo's got some kinks out of the way. And they, they seem to be, they've averaged 30-plus points a game since that first week dud. So I'm going to take a – I'm going to say they blitz heavy to try to get Tua – Jalen Waddle, they're still going to get their points, I feel, but it's going to be one of those games. Josh Allen will control the clock. Everybody's forgetting about him. He'll prove a point. Buffalo at home. All right. Denver Broncos, fresh off a 70 burger at the Chicago Bears. Oh, it's like an exercise in futility on this one. What do you do? I'm taking Denver on the road. I just think Russell Wilson's better than Justin Fields, and Russell has not been the only reason they've lost. But I think the quarterback play will come down in this one. Give me Denver at Chicago. Baltimore at Cleveland. Cleveland's defense has been dynamic and hard to watch. They made the Titans look like a a G League team last week, which after three weeks is maybe the case. But 
I want to give the Browns a little more credit rather than talking about how awful the Titans look. I think Cleveland gets it done at home. I think it's a it's a classic AFC North game, but I think Cleveland's got something special on the defense, and I think Jerome Ford's playing well enough. They got the receivers. You're getting Elijah Moore more involved. Deshaun Watson's looking better each week. I would pick the home team in this one no matter what, so I'm going with Cleveland on this one, and I... And now it's time to talk about those Tennessee Titans who look like one of the worst teams I've ever seen on Sunday against Cleveland. Now they're hosting the Cincinnati Bengals who seem to be trying to get it rolling. Titans, I thought you guys would be looking better by now, but the the lack of offensive line, the what are y'all going to do with Derrick Henry? If you guys start losing, you have to trade him, in my opinion. Get whatever you can get for Derrick Henry, get a fr- Maybe you can squeeze a first-rounder out of somebody that's on a playoff push looking for his kind of running back. But if it continues to fall, you Titans, you need to look elsewhere. You need to – because it's not looking good. I do think you'll right the ship, but we're trying to see what kind of team you're going to be. I think Joe Burrow, if he stays healthy the whole game with his receivers, will be just too much for Tennessee. Give me Cincinnati on the road. Going to Tennessee. Nashville, Titans, it's hard to trust you right now. But, you know, in the NFL, like I just said, it changes each week. Overreaction next week, Titans might be Super Bowl bound. You never know. L.A. Rams, Matt Stafford's look great at the Indianapolis Colts. Quentin Richardson could be back. He could not. I like the Colts at home on this one. They look a little better than I thought they were going to be. I just think until Cooper Cup comes back, L.A.'s really limited on offense. There's only so much that they can do, so I'll take Indy at home. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers travel to New Orleans, giving New Orleans all day. I just don't see it right now from the Bucs. The, the offense and defensive line of the Saints will give us problems just like the Eagles did. And the fact of being New Orleans, the fact that Baker Mayfield can only do so much. The Mike Evans-Marcus Lattimore rivalry is renewed, but I'm taking New Orleans at home. Washington at Philadelphia. Philadelphia. I called the upset on this last year. I said Washington was going to go into Philly and beat them, but I'm not doing that this year. I'm taking Philly at home. Give me that game all day. Philly will take care of Washington by two touchdowns. The last game of the early tilt, we have the Vikings struggling for that first one going to Carolina. They will get the first one. Adam Thielen will have a good game. You can call this revenge two for him, and everybody's hyping up. He's going to have a huge game. If Bryce Young's under center, that offense is going to struggle. He's clearly not ready yet. If Andy Dalton's there, the numbers will be there, but I can't see Minnesota starting 0-4, nor will I I pick them to lose this game. But if Minnesota loses this game, it's time to panic 0-4. But I'm going to have trust in Kirky, Mr. Coles himself, going into Carolina and getting the first one of the season for the Vikings. And then I stand corrected. One more game on the the 1 o'clock. We have Pittsburgh at Houston. Houston's look better. They clearly drafted well as of right now. It's looking like they have a very, very good draft class. Pittsburgh is just too much of an overall team. They'll wear them down. Physicality, if that team gets rolling, watch out. Pittsburgh will go into Houston and win that game. Now to the afternoon games, you had Vegas going to the Chargers. Both of these teams seem to find ways to lose. So who will find the way to lose the least? The Chargers. Give me the Chargers at home. They got that win last week. Now they have the confidence. You lost Mike Williams, but I'm fully expecting Josh Palmer to fill in quite nicely. I, th- I can see him having a very, very, very good game here. Give me the Chargers at home. New England at Dallas. I, I'm i so, so wanting to call this up for the Patriots because I want the Patriots to get rolling. I think the, better, the league is better when Belichick is good and he's part of the news. 
But after what Dallas did in Arizona last week, I don't think New, uh, New England has the firepower. Give me the Cowboys at home to take care of Bill Belichick, but this will be a close game. It's not going to be like a bounce-back blowout game for the Cowboys. This will be a close game. And the last of the day games, you got the Cardinals, who I'm still refusing to pick going to the 49ers. 49ers, until proven otherwise, are the top three teams in football right now. I mean, it's been three weeks. What do you want? And then in a Sunday night football game, we have the Kansas City Chiefs at the New York Jets. This is supposed to be a way more hyped-up game, a way more when the schedule was that was that was coming out. Kansas City at Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. Top primetime game, Kansas City at Zach Wilson. Might as well be watching Friday night football, high school-wise. The Jets, this will be the last game that Zach Wilson starts because it's on primetime and now they can't hide from it. Kansas City will dismantle the Jets. Turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. Patrick Mahomes, what more can you say? And last but not least, Monday Night Football, the Seattle Seahawks at the New York Giants. All has been made about Danny Dimes and his struggle on primetime football. He writes the ship this week. The Giants, who I was very high on going into the season, they've been up and down to say the least. They'll take care of Seattle at home. And that are if that is your week four picks in the NFL, leave me your thoughts and comments. Tell me what you think. Do you agree? Disagree? I want to hear it all. I want to hear from your fan base. Tell me why I picked wrong. Love to hear one. It's all podcast at gmail.com. One. It's all on Instagram. One. It's all TikTok. One. It's all Facebook. All of them. One. It's all on YouTube. Go follow, like, comment, subscribe. I love you guys. I have so much fun doing this each week. New fantasy players. Puka Nakua. Didn't even hear about him until the season started, and now he's a household name. So fantasy football is so much fun. And like like I said with my boy Austin in the beginning, everybody needs to have a fantasy league. All right, well, I'm going to leave it at that. I really, really appreciate you guys for tuning in. Until the next one, love you guys. See ya. Peace.